Welcome to episode 185 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Charlie, our VP of Student Success here at Food Biz Whiz, and we are talking through quarterly planning, what it is, why it is important to do in your business, and how you can execute your own quarterly planning session. And truthfully, we're going to share about how you can get our support walking you through quarterly planning if you are a retail-ready student by coming to our live workshop on Wednesday, March 22nd. 2023. So whether you are a student of ours or not, this episode is going to get you inspired and ready to start in on quarterly planning, no matter the size of your business. Ready to do it? Let's get into it. I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious, values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the behind the scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Whiz podcast to give you hard-to-access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. If you're a retail-ready student who knows how important it is to do quarterly planning, but you're too busy, intimidated, overwhelmed, or stuck in your ways to actually prioritize it, I want you to join us in our live online quarterly planning workshop on March 22nd. Not in Retail Ready yet? Even better. When you join us inside of Retail Ready between now and March 22nd, you'll get free tickets to this event, saving you $199. In this three-hour workshop, we'll teach you the exact process that we use to do our quarterly planning here at Food Biz Whiz. We'll give you our systems and templates for creating your own 12-week plan, and we're going to give you time to map out your own plan during the workshop. You'll walk away with your roadmap to balancing your quarterly projects and your day-to-day for the 90 days ahead. If you've ever wondered how we get it all done here at Food Biz Whiz, this is it, and we're now sharing it with you. Retail Ready students, find the enrollment page on your course platform and in the private student community or reach out directly. New Retail Ready students, those of you who want to enroll, find our info and enrollment link in the show notes and you'll automatically get those bonus tickets added after you join us inside our program. We'll see you on March 22nd. Hey, Charlie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Great to be here. It's been a while since we've done an episode together. It has. It has. I'm, I'm excited for this one. Yeah, me too. Okay, so this one, let's just, um, I'm going to call it like it is and say that this is going to be a casual episode. Um, Charlie, I think when you and I get together, we can certainly, we can talk a lot and we can go off script <laughs> and riff. So let's try to, for our listeners, we're going to try to keep it as tight as possible and also know that you get, you'll get a little sneak peek of what it's like to spend time with Charlie and me maybe inside of Retail Ready or, um, you know, as, as folks are, are hanging out with us on our upcoming quarterly planning workshop. So Charlie, for those of you, for our listeners who don't know who you are, can we give the 30 second background? Yes, sure. Uh, hey everyone, Ali, thanks again for, for having me on the podcast. Um, my name is Charlie. I, as Ali said, the VP of student success here at Food Biz Whiz. 
Uh, so I support all of our students inside Retail Ready. I also provide one-on-one uh, -on -one, uh, sort of consulting calls with students inside Retail Ready, um, where we talk about everything from your cost of goods sold to how to manage your distribution partners, et cetera. Um, I also run my own product brand uh, called Element Shrub, and I have a bar in Georgetown called The Fountain Inn. So yes. that, and that is me in a nutshell. That's <laughs> you. And Charlie, I, I always like to remind our listeners that you took Retail Ready as a student yes. for yes. Element Shrub. I feel like I this class is part of, of the- 2019. <laughs> class of 2019. Okay. So pre-pandemic, right? I think you were springtime yep. with us and you took retail ready. And then sure enough, you emailed me, I don't know, six months later out of the blue. And I'll just say, Charlie, you were a star student, right? You were showing up to all the calls. You were doing all the homework. Charlie emails me out of the blue and is like, Hey, Allie, I'd like to work for you. <laughs> I'd like yeah. to come and, and join team food biz Wiz. If, you know, if you're ever hiring, like here's the role that I imagine you might be needing next in your business. And the wonderful thing was, you know, you didn't know this at the time, Charlie, but it so aligned with, with where I was in the business and we were, we were ready to hire. And then you popped into my inbox and sure enough, it, it was the, Maybe the easiest hire that we've made in our right? in our business. Yeah. Yeah. But best testimonial ever, right? When when yeah. somebody like <laughs> takes takes your course and then says, Wow, this is amazing. Like I love what you're doing. It's so good. I want to come work for you. So totally. And to be clear, you still run Element Shrub as well. Yes. You're yes. in year eight, I think, right? Um <sighs> Eight, I always nine. date it based on your daughter's age, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight or nine. <laughs> She'll be 10 and, in November, so. Okay, okay. Yeah. So 10-year 10, 10 anniversary Almost. of Element Shrub in November. So Crazy. Charlie, um, you know, I always say this, but you are a busy man working for us here at Food Biz Wiz, running Element Shrub, running the Fountain Inn, and then, of course, being a, a father of two and a husband as well. So Charlie's lot, busy. But I wouldn't have it any other way. So yeah. And uh, here's a great segue into what we're talking about. I think I have to imagine one of the keys to your success is planning, whether that's quarterly planning or, or not like you. One of the things that I love about you is like you are equally as into planning as I am. Yeah. I, and um, I, I love planning and I will actually give you a lot of credit for uh, I guess getting me to a point where I could like really plan everything out, both both for Element Shrub and and life. And I, I even remember during like you know our initial conversations about me working with you that I was you know nervous that I wouldn't be organized enough for you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that too. And sure, sure enough, lo and behold, you are you are certainly organized enough. And one of the things that I that I love doing internally at Food Biz Wiz is developing systems around planning, right? And and yeah. maybe let's start from a high level here and tell our listeners, I think, you know, generally people know, but let's talk about from a high level, what is quarterly planning? And then we'll get into like, why is it important? Why founders may or may not be doing this? Like how, who can do it? How, yeah. how do you do it? All of that sort of stuff. So High level, I'll, I'll actually have you take this first question, Charlie. What is quarterly planning? Yeah, so I, to me, quarterly planning is just about thinking ahead, right? It's it's setting yourself up for success, sort of putting yourself out there. And mm. what I mean by that is, you know, 
you're you're sort of taking control over what you are going to do for the next. If we're talking about quarterly planning the next three months, right? Yeah. Um, you're you're gonna run some experiments, right, and see if they they work, right? And so if you don't do quarterly planning, right, you're basically just reacting to things as they happen and probably always feel like you're treading water or not staying on top of everything. Um, and it's because other people and other forces are controlling what you're doing as opposed to you sort of putting yourself first and saying, hey, no, this is this is what I'm going to do. These are the experiments I'm going to run. And let's see if they work. Yeah. Well, I love the way you, you phrase that where it's there's something vulnerable about doing quarterly planning, right? There's something vulnerable about putting yourself out there and saying, gosh, when you, when you say it like that, Charlie, the thing that came to mind to me was they're putting a stake in the ground and saying that I am important enough to prioritize. My business is important enough to prioritize. And the way I'm going to do it is by making time articulating what I want to experiment with this quarter and outlining a plan to do so. That's vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, like when you just react to kind of what's going on and I know, I know other founders feel this way. This happens to them. It happens to me. Uh, You're, you don't give yourself an opportunity to actually like analyze what's going on. Yeah. in your business you're just doing these things and you don't you also don't know what's working and what's not working because you're just you know reacting to what's happening right yeah and i think that's really common charlie i think a lot of our listeners can relate to this that it's this idea well i'm so busy running the day to day of my business even if i made a quarterly plan i wouldn't have time to execute it yeah. Right. <laughs> totally. I mean, I've I've felt that way too. I mean, we could end the episode right there. Um, <laughs> I've felt that way too in my business, and I think it's a really. Oh, I I hate to to just jump into the tough love, but I think that's a really easy. Um, it's an easy place to stay in your business, where where you're you're like, okay, well, I I have no other choice but to be reactive. I have no other choice, but to hustle and be busy and like put out fires all day long in my business. I don't, I don't have any other option. And here in, you know, as we get into this episode, I'm going to call our listeners forth and call our retail ready students forth and say, you know, what if there's a different way? What if quarterly planning is the key to getting out of that day-to-day panic mode? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I love that. I also think, I, I feel like it was probably during Retail Ready and maybe because at some point you called me out on it. <laughs> but um, I think just sort of like this idea of switching from like being reactive to being proactive and owning it and then sort of changing your mindset and changing your language from, you know, basically making a, making an excuse that I don't have time for this to, I'm choosing not to do this, right? Like I'm choosing not to quarterly plan. And just that like switch of just saying it out loud that way, I think also makes you realize, wait, 
do I want to choose this or do I want to choose this other path? Right. Totally. I just got goosebumps when you said that because it's, it makes it, it, it makes it, um, a little, there's more contrast there, right? You can, you can actually choose when you say it out loud, you, you recognize what you are and aren't choosing. Right. I'm choosing not not to to prioritize. I'm choosing not to quarterly plan. Right. (laughs) And you know what? Here's the deal for our listeners. Some people may choose not to quarterly plan, right? It might be a season where you choose not to. It might be a something going on externally where you choose not to. You know, our listeners probably don't know this, but I just moved last month. And so when doing our quarterly plan, I was like, hey, I need to do a quarterly plan that's really easy for me. That's doable. That like doesn't have so much on my plate. And so I, because I knew of all these other things that I had going on in outside of work. So I want to give our listeners a little bit of um, permission here to understand that even if we're talking about quarterly planning, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to make you do more work and you don't actually have to do anything that you don't want to do just because you're putting pen to paper and planning it. You still get to choose. And I just want to be clear too, that choosing is definitely better. Like whatever, even choosing to say no to these yes. things and not to prioritize them a hundred percent, like good, yes. keep doing that. Yes. Uh, just use that language instead of like, I don't have time for this. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. I thank you for saying that too, because what we don't want to do is make anyone feel bad for not quarterly planning. Right. I'll tell no. you, I ran the first I don't know, five years of my business without quarterly planning. And here we are today, like cruising into year nine, right? So I I get it. But if someone is on the other end of this podcast and they're like, okay, well, I'm interested in it, like convince me a little bit more. Like why is quarterly planning important? Charlie, you started, you said it makes you feel in control. Is there anything else that's really important about doing quarterly planning? I I mean... To me, I think maybe even like what what holds people back from it mm. is I just I like sort of flipping your question around. Sure. Maybe. Yep. Um, is is this? I mean, you, you we we talked about feeling overwhelmed, but I think yeah. there's also this feeling and something I hear a lot from founders, and definitely something I felt myself is they're either scared that they won't achieve the goals that they set for themselves, Mm. right? Or they're like lost in terms of trying to decide where to start, right? Like maybe they, I don't know, used to be a lawyer. Now they work in food and beverage. They're like, Hey, I don't know this industry. Like, I don't know where to start. I don't have any benchmarks. I don't, I don't know what good sales look like. I don't yeah, know how many that, retailers I should be in, right? That sounds like any retail ready student of ours, right? Yeah. Coming from another industry and being like, I don't know what, I don't know where to start. Yeah. So so I think if you can remind yourself, right, that all you're doing is trying new things, right? You're, you're saying, hey, I'm going to try and do these three things this quarter whatever the number is. And if they don't work out, at least I tried them. Right. Yeah. And, and, and it- yeah. There's something there and I'll give credit to 
one of our business coaches, Charlie. So Charlie and I are in, in a program called the Visionary CEO Academy. And I think that they've, well, so I'll, I'll say that for two reasons. One, to remind you that like we also invest in business training and leadership training and, and, and management coaching ourselves. That's really important in the growth of our business here at Food Biz Wiz. But also one of the things that they've they've really instilled in me is this idea that that our quarterly projects are just that. They're they're projects, they're experiments, and the results of them, the, the metrics that come out of them, like how close we get to those goals, the metrics are not a reflection of who we are as people and how good we are at our job. Instead, they're a reflection of the things that we tried. And so I wonder if that would be um, I wonder if for our listeners that that can be really helpful in separating that being nervous about not achieving the goals that our listeners set for themselves, that if we can understand that, that our goals are not a reflection, they're not like a moral reflection of ourselves, they're just a result of the actions that we took that can kind of, that might be able to, might be able to um, ease some of the, the, uh, feelings of being scared around goal setting. Yeah, no, I, I love, I love that. And yes, like full credit to VCA for, um, all of the, the help and support that they, they've given yeah. us. So, so how big or small should someone be before they do quarterly planning? I think that's something else that holds people back. They're like, well, I'm only a team of one. What am I going to do? Quarterly plan all by myself? I mean, yes, <laughs> right? I mean, because let's let's remind everyone too, like, yes, you know, Food Biz Wiz supports food and beverage, you know, brands, but you can quarterly plan for your personal life, right? Like yeah. quarterly planning isn't just for businesses, right? It, you can use it to plan your life, to plan everything else, all of, all of your different jobs like me, um, <laughs> you know, and... And so it doesn't really matter how big or small you are. Everybody can benefit from it. And, you know, I, I think you just, it, it's, again, it's sort of like taking control of what, what you want to, what you want to do. Yeah. Putting a stake in the ground and saying what's important to you. Yeah. I also found that when I started doing a, a different version of quarterly planning, when it was just me all by myself, it was a way for me to be accountable to to myself, right? I didn't have anybody else on my team. I had no one to check in with except for myself, but I knew the value of accountability and I I knew the value of being organized. And so it was a way for me to feel like I had, this sounds so weird, but to feel like I had somebody else on my team, even if it was just a spreadsheet telling me what to do. Yeah. Or I I mean, I even remember early on, like, I, I think you had Slack, like, by yourself. I did. You were running the company by yourself. <laughs> and to me, that 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 seemed like such a weird thing, like at the beginning of like, why do, why does one person need Slack to communicate like with themselves <laughs> about their business? But it helps like keep you organized and keep track of your thoughts and helps you kind of like plan and, and do all of that. And so I um I don't know, it's just sort of a, a funny like example, but uh but just well, I guess goes to show you you can be one person and have all these systems and and have things go really well. Yeah. Well, I'm laughing over here because I still have Slack workplaces 
for myself. Like I have a Slack <laughs> workplace. I have a Slack workplace for, I, I set one up for my move. And it was just me. My husband was like, I do not want to be in your Slack workplace <laughs> for the move. But Charlie, I think like you said, quarterly planning was so helpful for me. Frankly, like in our move, I knew four months in advance that we were moving. And so, yeah, I used, I used the same process and I used a, a personal Slack channel to, to organize, to essentially make a quarterly plan around moving apartments. So I'm really glad that you, you mentioned that it, you can do it at any size. You can do it all yeah. by yourself. Um, and you can do it for things outside of work as well. Okay. Totally. Last question before we like get into this process. And I'm I'm curious about this from your perspective because you've seen it all. Okay, so you came into Food Biz Wiz. It was just me, myself, and a Slack channel. <laughs> I had an admin assistant as well at that point. How do you think quarterly planning has evolved here at Food Biz Wiz? Uh, so early on, we you you did most of the quarterly planning, right? You owned yeah, I all of it, right? Because it was just you. And yeah. I came on and we brought on a couple other team members. And slowly as the team grew, uh, you did a really, really great job of sort of empowering us to sort of own our own projects and mm-hmm. Um, as sort of like take on like Charlie, what are you going to focus on this quarter, right? And and what are you going to do? And then you know, I would it be my responsibility to kind of come up with okay, these are the things I'm going to work on, yeah. and presenting it to you and checking in on checking in with you regularly to make sure we were kind of meeting those milestones and goals and mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, and so now I, I think we've evolved to a place where you as sort of the the leader of the of the team uh you're you're sort of deciding the di- the direction and the sort of like the why and the thinking about okay these are the things these are the topics that we're going to focus on mm-hmm. uh let's but then you're you're deli- you're using sort of that same like empowerment that you were using before to empower each of us on the team to say, Hey, Charlie, like, here's, here's a goal that I want you to work on this quarter, Gabby, you know, here's something I want you to work on. And then, and then it's up to us to sort of own that throughout the quarter and kind of come back to you with, with updates. So, yeah. Uh, and I think it's which also subtle... which feels really good. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we have, so it's a subtle shift. It was a shift away from saying, I mean, when I say it out loud, it seems so silly, but you know, Hey team, you can do whatever you want this quarter, like choose what's most, choose what's most important to you. Choose what you're most excited about, like, and go for it. Right. Um, so that was before. And I would say it was working pretty well because we have a very responsible team. Like everybody shares similar goals. Like, you know, we're really clear on our mission here at Food Biz And we shifted away to moving to a place where I, as the CEO, hold the vision for the company and what's most important for us for the quarter. Like, what do we need to focus on right now for the health of the company? And presenting that almost like that um, theme for the quarter to the team. And then you guys each still choose your own projects, but it's always in support of the theme rather than just, 
hey, who wants to do who who yeah, wants exactly. to do what this quarter? And right. I, I mean, it's, it's layering in that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I think what's really important about it for our listeners is that if you have a team, no matter how many people are on it, it it can feel like the empowering thing to let people choose their own projects, right? Like I thought that that was being a good boss, right? Like let people do what they want. As long as it's, you know, like I obviously could veto something, but, you know, like let people design their own projects. And I realized that while it was working for us, we weren't all rowing our boat in the same direction. We were all working on like important things, but we we were missing that. Um, I don't know why I'm using this boating metaphor here, but we were like missing we were like missing all like the horsepower of like going in the same direction at once. So that was really yeah. important for us. And I, I think it was that layering of you know before you did hey, what's good for my team? And you mm-hmm. layered in that, like, what's good for the business yeah. on top of that, right? Yeah. And now and now things are, like, really working well. Yeah. Well, and I'm so glad to hear that it's working well from, the, from your perspective and from our team's perspective, because now we've also changed how we check in on our plans. Charlie has built out this beautiful template for quarterly planning, which sneak peek, we're actually going to share with our Retail Ready students in our live Retail Ready quarterly planning workshop later this month. But now everyone has visibility in what everyone in the company is working on for their quarterly projects. And that's really, really cool. It's a, it's a different experience. Okay. So I think that we've teased quarterly planning enough. I think people are very excited. I'm hoping hoping our listeners like understand and hear our passion for quarterly planning. Let's talk out, let's map out this process for our listeners, right? And I wanna do it in a couple different ways. First, I wanna do it from the perspective of, if you're not in retail ready, so you you cannot come to our live (laughs) workshop, you're not in retail ready, or if you're in retail ready and you just know that you're not gonna do quarterly planning with us. Charlie, let's give like a high level of, of how someone can quarterly plan without our help. What does that look like? To me, I think, you know, the biggest barrier to to get over and it is really just to put in the time. I mean, this seems so obvious, but, you know, you need to put in the time. You need to make sure your team is aligned and ready to you know, do this together. I think one of the things I'm so grateful for being, you know, part of your team at Food Biz Wiz is that that you're so excited about this and you get everybody else so excited about it. Mm-hmm. And as a result, like everybody's on board. Um, but if you, as the leader say like, hey, like, I, I kind of want to try this quarter. Like if you do it in the casual way, that's not sort of formal. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe your team won't, be as excited to to get on board, yeah. right? Um, yeah. Okay, so that's step number one. Like, get your mindset wrapped yeah. around quarterly planning. I, yeah. I mean, it's it seems it seems obvious, right? And and make sure that you as as the leader like believe in the idea of quarterly planning, right? And yeah. that you're not just saying like ah, like I don't know, like we're gonna achieve this goal, but like if we don't follow this plan, like whatever, it's fine. Yeah. I think that's, I'm so glad that you said this, Charlie, because there's something about making the commitment, 
making the commitment yeah. to yourself, making the time commitment to sit down and do the plan. That's a huge hurdle as well. And then yeah. making the commitment. We'll talk a little bit at the end of this episode about how you follow through on the plan, but making the commitment to to follow through on the plan, to execute the plan, right? I think so many times, and I've been there where, you know, and I'm sure our listeners have been there. You make a plan, you make a beautiful spreadsheet, and then it sits in Google Drive and you never open it again, right? Okay, so we we need founders to make that mental commitment and the time commitment. Okay, so that's step number one. And then we get into step number two. And again, this is going to sound so simple, but the way we do it here at Food Biz Wiz is we essentially figure out a theme for the quarter, right? What do we need to focus on this quarter for the health of the business? And that generally, you know, again, we'll dive into this in our live quarterly planning workshop, but generally it's around either like people or profit or or culture. There's something, you know, we're not a products-based business. We don't have physical products here at Food Business, so it's slightly different. And we'll we'll talk about the nuances in the live workshop, but it's it's usually around either like people or financials of, of the company, one of those, one of those things. So we choose our theme for the quarter. Then we choose our, essentially our projects for the quarter. Yeah. A few projects. I would say usually we don't, (laughs) Charlie and I, as you can imagine, we are the type of people who want to do many, many projects each quarter, but we, we've come to realize that if we choose fewer projects, we're much more likely to complete those projects. (laughs) So, I mean, how many are we working on right now? Six projects for Q? Mm -hmm. Yep. For Q1. And I think the other thing that's important about quarterly planning and sitting down and, you know, making the time is that you actually get to see what your quarter looks like, which, Mm. you know, I think is something that people either not take for granted, but I have a, I I imagine there's a lot of founders that just sort of have their calendar in their head. Right. And they're like, Oh, like, I know I have to do production in three weeks. And like, I I know I have to like do this trade show in like three months or whatever, but which is like, you can, you can kind of get away with that sometimes, but also when you, when you sit down and you say like, okay, this is actually how much time I have in my quarter to do this because I have, all of these other things lined up, then that helps you set more realistic goals with yourself about, okay, this is what I can actually do. Totally. Totally. This is, this is my capacity this quarter. Okay. So we do our theme, we articulate our projects, we look at our calendar and like, literally we've got a whole process for this that I'm, I'm really excited to teach people, but essentially look at your calendar and and map it out, see what's already on the calendar, see where you can fit in your, your projects. We break it down into really realistic milestones. Basically, like how do you set the pace for each project over the quarter? Here, because we've got a team, we you know we delegate the projects and the milestones to different people on the team, and then each person outlines all the like actual tasks that they need to do to hit the milestones on the projects. It sounds so simple when we talk it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I wish that we could hear from our listeners on the other end how it how it sounds to them. But Charlie, if I told you that that's all that was involved in quarterly planning, would you do it? Yeah. 
So how long do you think it takes somebody to sit down and actually write a quarterly plan? I mean, I actually think once you switch your mindset and actually, you know, sit down and do it and you're ready to sort of commit to, okay, like I'm choosing for this to be a part of my, the sort of the, the life cycle of my business and how I, you know, plan each of my weeks and months and quarters, et cetera. Uh, I don't think it should take that long. I mean, two, three hours. Like, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why we designed our workshop on March 22nd as a three hour workshop. We're going to teach this process, the exact process that we use and have refined inside of Food Biz Wiz. And then we design this workshop. So you leave the workshop with a you know, complete or near complete plan so that you're ready to go starting for us. Q2 obviously kicks off April 1st. So by you know March 23rd, you should know exactly what you're doing <laughs> for the 12 weeks starting on April 1st. Yeah, so three, three hours. Yeah, and I, I I love the timing of this both because you know the new year is is a fun thing like new year new you like it started but also like spring is also a great time to like say okay like time for some like growth here and we're going to kick things off and and actually doing your planning a couple weeks before the quarter starts yeah uh, lets you just jump into everything that you're going to do April 1st, right? Totally. And we've made this mistake before internally at Food Biz Wiz. We've done the quarterly plan too close to the start of the next quarter, like literally yeah. like the first week of the, the quarter. And honestly, it, it has felt like we've, you know, the, each week is precious. If you only have 12 weeks in the quarter, yeah. the first, you know, one week <laughs> is, you know, it's almost 10% of it. So if you don't do your quarterly planning until week one, two of the quarter, you can really feel like you're starting off behind the ball. So you're right there. There was a lot of intention in choosing the March 22nd date for our live workshop. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's wrap up with a couple of final questions here. Charlie, we talked about I was going to ask you like what tools you need for quarterly planning, but I think mindset is the number one tool that, that you mentioned. Anything else that people need, I, like absolutely need for quarterly planning? Mindset and with mindset comes sort of this like dedicate, dedicated time, right? Yeah. To, to sit down and, and do it. Yeah, absolutely. And then like a calendar. And right? follow like, up. Yeah, follow a, up. A, yeah. Yeah. You need a calendar so you can literally map it out. And then you need to have a system for follow through. But, you know, in terms of project management software or learning like new Slack tools oh, or anything oh, like no, that. Oh, no, nothing. <laughs> nothing. I mean, Charlie and I are both like rolling our I mean, eyes over here. Yeah, I, I use, I write everything down. Yeah, I do exactly. Not, I don't I, anything. We use Charlie's template, again, that we're going to give to our live workshop participants. So that's just a Google sheet. It's very easy to follow. and then. I use pen and paper. I don't, yeah, you know, me too. Uh, uh, secret. My big secret is that I don't use any project management softwares and I feel great about that. So don't let that be the thing that stops you here. Okay. So we talked about planning and I think there's, we're, we've alluded to this, but like there's one piece of planning that always falls through the cracks here. And that's the, that's the follow-up. So what happens after you make your plan? 
How do you actually stay on top of it? I mean, it's it's weekly check-ins with yourself. It's weekly check-ins with your team. It's, I mean, it's, it's well, not just making your plan, but assigning deadlines and dates to yeah. each of your tasks so that it's not just, hey, I'm going to do all these things, but you don't know when you're going to do them. You don't know who's going to do them. You don't know how they're going to get done, right? Uh, so it's being very specific about how you how you kind of write those tasks and projects out um, and then making sure that you stay on top of them every week, right? You can't, um, as you said, every week is precious. And so you're you're checking in with yourself every week and you're like, okay, like I've got to get these things done or or I'm not going to get to sort of this outcome at the end of the quarter that is what I said I was going to do. Totally. I'm actually going to read the quote that Miranda, who was our social media assistant, she's actually out on maternity leave right now. But um, I was asking the team like how they felt about our quarterly planning process. And I just want to read what she said, because I think it's it like really um, captures how I feel about it. She said, I love how organized and detailed the tracking template is so much more in depth than just writing down a goal for the quarter and wishing that you'll hit it in three months. It's detailed, but the way it helps break down the quarterly goal into methodical steps, make it so much more approachable and effective. Having dates in the tracker assigned to each milestone keeps me so much more accountable for my progress. And I feel confident knowing that the project's timeline has already been thought out at the beginning of the quarter. Once all the dates are assigned, the only thing left to do is check them off one by one as we move through the quarter. I think that's exactly it, right? Like the key to quarterly planning is choosing the goals and creating the timeline so that by so that each week in the 12 weeks, you essentially open up however you're managing it, right? Whether it's the the template that you make, Charlie, or, or some other system, you open up your tracker and then you just do what you're supposed to do each week. <laughs> yeah. It couldn't be more simple. Absolutely. Um, okay, so assigning the time to look at it each week, right? I like to do that on Mondays, Mondays and Fridays, basically a little, a quick little checkout on Fridays, but I like to do it every Monday. How about you? Yes, I, or I do either Sunday or Monday. Yeah, right. Great. And then I'll say if you're a retail ready student, one of the best ways that you can stay accountable to this is our accountability track. We have an optional add-on inside of Retail Ready. It is, oh gosh, we kicked this off uh, at the beginning of 2023. I don't know why we didn't do it sooner. It, it seems so obvious in hindsight, but we've got this really awesome trifecta of a weekly planning template. We've got weekly so weekly calls where people can come and almost like um I'm forgetting the name of it right now, but like a co-working sessions and then the quarterly planning workshop, which is included in the accountability track. So that trifecta of the weekly planning, the live calls and the quarterly planning workshop really allows someone to map out their quarter and then stay on top of the tasks that they that they planned out. So if you're a retail yeah. ready student and you're listening, and you you want more support, of course, the accountability track might be exactly what you're looking for. Totally agree. Yeah. I mean, it's a great, it's a great way to just sort of force that time in your calendar every week uh, to, to follow up on exactly what you said you were going to do. Totally. Okay. So for our listeners, here are your tasks. <laughs> if you are a retail ready student, 
and you want to come and quarterly plan with us. We are doing a live workshop. It is on Wednesday, March 22nd from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific time. So that's 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. East Coast time. We, as it's only for retail ready students, you can find the registration link, the sign up link in our course platform, in our March student newsletter, or of course, send me a DM, reach out to Gabby via email, and we'll make sure that you get the the enrollment, the information page and the enrollment link if you're interested in joining us for that live workshop. And then if you're not a retail ready student, you've got the system in place now for how to do it. Or I'll just not so subtly say, come and join us in Retail Ready, and then you can be eligible to come and join us for the workshops as well. This is the first time we're doing the live quarterly planning workshop inside of Retail Ready, even though we've been doing quarterly planning for years at Food Biz Wiz, and I'm I'm really excited to see the impact that it has on our, our Retail Ready students. I'm excited too. Yeah, I know. I feel like we've we're keeping this secret to ourselves. <laughs> People often ask us like, how do we accomplish so much? How do we get it all done? And, and this is this is a big part of it. We haven't shared it before. So I'm really excited to, to teach our students how to do it. And, and we've, we've got inside retail ready. We've also have the Allie's Art of Organization, which is, you know, one of everybody's favorite lessons <laughs> in the course. And this feels like that, but sort of on steroids with, you know, even more, sort of planning tips and and all of that. So yeah, absolutely. And Charlie, I'm just so stoked for people to get your your quarterly planning template as well. You are definitely the <laughs> best person on our team when it comes to Excel and Google Sheets and all of that. So your your expertise has really created a beautiful, you know, on brand, easy to follow, customizable template that I'm I'm really excited for folks to get for their their quarterly planning as well. Well, thank you. Me too. Yeah. Okay. Anything else that we need to say about quarterly planning before we wrap up and get out of here? I think that's it. I'm looking forward to seeing all of you there. And especially those of you who haven't joined us inside retail ready yet. I hope, I hope this will get you, get you even more excited about it. And for those of you inside retail ready, this is going to be a really, really great way to kick off spring and to put yourself in this position where you can proactively, you know, decide what you are going to do every every month as opposed to just reacting to things that are happening in your business. I agree. My goal, Charlie, I haven't said this out loud, but my goal is that our retail ready students get so much value out of this first quarterly planning workshop that they come back every quarter that they're inside of retail ready. That's that's yeah. my goal. That that people really um, see what a crucial tool this is and what a game changer it is for your business, so that um, they're motivated to come back all all four seasons of us uh, with us inside of Retail Ready. Yeah, love that. Great. Okay, my whizzes, thank you for listening to episode 185 with us. Thank you for thinking about quarterly quarterly planning. If you are going to do quarterly planning, whether you're a student or not. 
I want to know. I want to cheer you on. Charlie and I want to know who is listening to this podcast episode and who is inspired by it. So send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at It's Allie Ball. Reach out to us on LinkedIn. We're spending more time over there as well. And we'd love to give your business a follow back and, and see what you're doing over on LinkedIn. You can find us at Food Biz Whiz over there, or I'm at Allie Ball over there. And as always, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you right back here next week. And Charlie, thanks again for joining me today. Of course. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Food Biz Wiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.